welcome another horror to the view. Well, uh, hopefully I'll uh, sound a bit better now. <laughs> Finally on the mend and speak more than two sentences without choking. So let's uh, <laughs> so get some more uh, movies done. Uh, another one came up randomly and it turned out to be a major surprise. I was not expecting to watch a movie from Northern Ireland. Uh, genuinely wasn't. Uh, this is on Shutter. It appeared. Uh, it's a new one. Uh, newly released there. And I just stuck it on to see. And sure enough, it's <laughs> from the old hometown, which uh, was interesting. Uh, all in all, actually, it was a decent flick. Um, super dark. Uh, proper uh, grim, uh, which I would expect from uh, my lovely dark cousins and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah. So what we have here is uh, probation officer Kathy Madden and we we'll start off seeing her. In fact, we we'll start off this weird scene uh, outside where I think it was her. She went back and we were to stop it. Um, we we'll see her grubbing about getting pulled by a chain, which is uh, sort of reminiscent of a scene later on. She would double check that if it was Mary or her, but I think it was uh, like a foretelling you know how to do that sometimes in movies but the fact that we start off kathy's a probation officer uh was here trying to get start off get some weeks group by who's disappeared and then um all hell breaks loose he's sitting drinking with his mate his mate just starts wailing into her um proper psycho <laughs> um so this movie's not messing about um no holding back and Looking at she had a can of uh, pepper spray on her, so she was able to deal with it. And then he gets arrested, and the other guy. And then we, we kind of find out that the police officer, who's locals, her ex husband. Um, this is a typical Northern Irish visit village. Um, I don't miss it. I'll tell you that I don't miss everybody knowing everybody and being connected to everybody and everybody knowing your bloody business. And even when you go to work or somebody that knows somebody that knows you uh, uh don't miss that at all <laughs> i like just going about my business being the gray man but yeah this is this is your typical northern irish village everybody like there's only uh one cousin's wedding away from being related to everybody else you know uh, that's a horror story on its own but yeah we have the uh, mary ledlaw she's getting released on probation after 20 years inside um she's moving back to her family home i think it is no farmhouse and mary uh actually there was another probation officer refused to take a case because of her history she's known as bloody mary because um she killed her husband she killed her husband somebody else but um it wasn't like she mastered in the Irish school, it was just a typical small village mentality. So I was afraid of her. Um, I think she's a witch, which actually she is, because there's no hiding us from the start. And yeah, she's released. Kathy goes to meet her, and straight away, Mary starts getting into her head. Uh, like, this woman's not messed about. Like, she doesn't care who sees her, doesn't see her um she's back in the like the family home and she's putting up her wiccan images i wasn't too uh, 
it's kind of bastardized you know it's not it's not satanic it's old Celtic Wiccan stuff but it's kind of adapted as well um I think you're talking about druidic you know magic of human sacrifice uh proper uh you know proper barbaric magic of old not the kind of fluffy Wiccan stuff we see today you know it's not like that this, this is a practitioner of like the ancient crafts oh um we have a chat is active who we got and uh, there's chris how are you man uh just said there start feeling a lot better i can actually speak now and uh, i'm not sitting just you know through live stream so hopefully i'll cover a lot more uh movies <laughs> strippers versus werewolves part two pulled down to remake do you know what there probably is one what i am going to review though is slumber massacre part two i've got it queued up um i'm definitely checking that one out uh i believe there's three in the series i've found the second one i've got it queued up uh so i'm going to do that this week i'm going to revisit that um well worth the look uh like i said this one i'm talking about now is set my old my old homestead in northern ireland and it's just uh, it was a bit of a shock wasn't expecting it and there's so many things about it that makes me go thank god i moved away oh my god i i couldn't do that again um i miss home sometimes you know i miss the familiarity but i don't miss the parochial nature of everybody being in your business and knowing everything about you, you know you fart and everyone knows what you've what favorite beans you've had sort of thing it's uh maddening but we'll have this main character Mary, Mary, and she's just straight out evil, wants to mess with people. Um, and she starts messing with Kathy, the probation officer, like from the outset. Uh, starts telling her things about herself that there's no way she could have known because there's these two people have not met. Uh, like I said, there's been like a 20 year gap. They made um, Kathy's a bit of a southern twang, and they made a reference about her not being from around these parts. Um, you get a lot of that back home as well. You're not from around here. <laughs> you haven't lived here with your cousin's sister, uncle, for 20 generations. How dare you? You're an import. <laughs> You're going to be five miles, you know, the next town across. Um, yeah, my, my country's mental. But yeah, you get to see that play out. Um, what else? We'll, we'll see the, the build up the sort of characters. So we we'll see Kathy. She's picking up her son Luke, from her ex husband who we'd already met. Because he's like the local boy, but you know, it's a small village, so uh, it's not like we've got full force the PSN either. You know, they've got one copper sort of thing. Uh, he's sort of detect he's sort of the detective sergeant and a couple of bobbies, but it's not really like it's not like Belfast, if that makes sense, or any other major study. But yeah, kind of got introduced to that. So I found out that he's they split up. She's with someone else who's pregnant. I don't know if he remarried or not, but then the wee lad's calling her mummy and that whole thing. Because that gets played with later on. So they the set that up. Then um, Jason, um, he goes to visit Mary to check on her for some reason. Starts messing with him, tell things, and then two kids go missing and then that starts everybody just um 
going mad, you know. Um, we run a wee boy, go missing them, can't find them. Um, we'll find out that Mary's done it. You know, I mean, it's, this is so blatantly out in the open. Uh, you actually see her, so it's not like a hidden twist or reveal or anything. They're playing around. She's carrying out witchcraft. She's kidnapping kids. She wants her blood. She wants to do gnarly stuff. And we've got the other, the wandering man. So you have somebody in a, you know, like a supernatural costume. That's a bit of a reveal. Uh, they kind of keep that secret. So I'll try not to spoil that bit. But yeah, they, have, they kind of have the wandering man. She's in service of the wandering man. And these are the offerings. And then um, the film just, um, it's weird. It's, I would say it was long drawn out, but it's not because it's actually a really tight drama. If that makes sense. There's a supernatural elements to it, but at the same time, it's, it's, a, it's a character driven movie. So we end up, um, people out hunting for the kids, can't find them. They find someone else who was murdered, um, local hobo. Uh, they find his body. Uh, they never really explain why, but he was killed anyway. And maybe he was snooping about where he wasn't, but yeah, he just got killed for uh, and then, um, like I said, we see the scene with uh, Mary and the two kids hidden in the basement, and then the kids are found a day or two later. You know, and they're they're not just dumped; they're laid out and rose petals on their eyes, and you know, ritualistic, their arms are crossed, all that kind of stuff. And then that just sends everyone crazy. You know, the, the parents grieving, and then uh, they start trying to form a lynch mob. Cause they're going after Mary because they're not, you know, all of a sudden she comes back and it's like, you know, if you know, you know, sort of thing. And police are trying to stop them from just turning her apart. And then it goes just block mental. Um, Mary is, this has to be one of the toughest antagonists I've seen in a movie in a long time. This is um, unrepentant, uh, will work their will, and they don't care who sees them they'll take anybody on, you know, she's got that uh, real proper toughness about her. And this is where it goes weird, because then she ends up kidnapping Kathy, the probation officer. And then she performs magic on her. Then we get the reveal of um, the wandering man, sorry, the person in the effigy of the wandering man, because not played a role. And then what she's trying to do with the magic yeah, because I don't want to. Uh, it's a good movie. I don't want to spoil it, and there's quite a lot. You think that it couldn't go any further, but it does. Uh, we'll find out the actual association of the Mandrake. So, it is the Mandrake route. It is the supernatural Mandrake route that's involved in this, and it's involved in the the casting of the magic. So the title is very apt for the movie, and it is relevant. So it's good to note that. Um, yeah, we have this whole scene where basically she kidnaps Kathy to work her will on her. And we never find out what her end goal was because she like just doesn't care. This woman literally does not care if she gets caught. And they escalate and Kathy manages to free herself because we've seen from the start she's quite tough 
Um, yeah, kind of that part of the world, you know, you, <laughs> uh, kind of a toughy lot. We like a, we like a good scrap, just to look at, and women as well like good, uh, like good fur dating now and again. And that kind of gets played out here, which is interesting. Um, and then we'll find out we get another character who's introduced, and that's a bit of a twist because it turns out there's like a cult going on here that nobody realized. Like, this is a village where everybody knows everybody, but there's like a secret cult going on at the same time that Mary's in charge of. And then, um, God, there's uh, Jason tries to rescue his wife, and no, uh, he doesn't end up too well. Uh, coming out too well, but it just uh, just escalates, and then uh, it was left with a bit of an ambiguous ending. Sorry, I'm trying not to spoil it because I don't want to go beat for beat because it's actually um, it's well worth the watch, and I don't want to ruin it for you. It's definitely worth the check. It really surprised me. I'll I'll give it that. Um, if you've seen, is it the Fallen, the one with uh, Jamie Dornan and uh, what's her face, Gillian Anderson? It's kind of that sort of darkness, you know, it's that sort of gritty drama, but this time we've got a proper supernatural element and uh, pagan magic, basically, which uh, versus, you know, modern society, uh, that's kind of brought in. And then we kind of left, she escapes, and that cat, Mary, that is, after busy wiping out load of people who tried to <laughs> take her out. Uh, she is brutal. Um, and then it's kind of left open. The ending's kind of left that it could continue. She did have a plan in place and the plan's left to carry on, even if she's not strictly right there. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. So she, she puts her work into motion or well, and Kathy, and then it's kind of left. Kathy's under her spell. So I think that's kind of how it goes. Uh, quite a biggest ending. One of the ones that you make up your own mind. So there you go. There's my review. Uh, as I say, I'll keep it short. I don't want to spoil things. Um. We've done that with uh, Haunted Grove, where we give it knives in the back. My thing is, I don't want to quantify the movies. I don't want it to be a scale, because I don't think art's... Art is subjective. And what I might give a one star for, for example, somebody might give a five star for, um, or three, you know, it's uh, it comes kind of breaking things down. What I try to do with this is just give my initial, I watch the movie and then review it basically straight after or the next night. So I don't give myself time to watch it two or three times or to take extensive notes. What I'm trying to give here is my gut feeling on a movie I've watched. And what I'm trying to do is stay off the beaten path. So you can go for the blockbusters. There's tons of channels to do that. Uh, you know, horror, you can, you can go Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, you know, you can go the main ones that the guys come home. I don't want to do, I'm trying to find small indie uh, performances, same as with the authors, you know, when we do the narrative fiction, 
it's in the authors try to give it you know try to give them a bit of exposure and review them the same as we would any other movie and uh, same as any other book and that's what i'm trying to give it the same uh was it trying to give it the same yeah you know, sort of respect as a, a mainstream uh like huge title you know i mean there's loads of people talk about other like sci-fi and all fantasy and the superhero stuff that's fine i'm trying to delve into like more obscure movies and just bring them to light and give people a chance to watch them you know and maybe see something else because sometimes you don't need the big budget to make a tight drama um like so this one um not a huge budget you, you can see that but it's very character driven and there's a lot of the like special effects laden stuff that has no characters whatsoever um i've covered quite a few of those no you made a you made a valid comment chris um yeah the, the idea is uh some people are more comfortable with that they like to give things a grading um some people like to see that and then agree disagree like i said i'm just trying to do something a little bit different because there's loads of people do that already and we did it um we did it with a segment um adam cameron and i we tried one out and we did it but it's it worked and it didn't because then you're like i said you're boiling everything down to a point system and i i want to talk about how i feel about a movie how the characters um emoted me what i feel about the general storyline and that might there's some bad movies you know what i mean there's some movies i've watched here and they're they're not great in terms of uh spice of the flags or setting up with the characters on it you know they're small budget movies but you can see everyone's putting the effort in i've watched some bigger ones and people just not putting the effort in at all i've watched smaller movies that have no business being on the screen just seems like a pet project for people and i kind of want to bring that across that's that's what i'm trying to do with these reviews is bring that sort of thing uh that feeling like i said initial reactions if you just walked out of the uh cinema and like oh right enjoyed that because i've been caught out with movies before um it's, this is making me it's a good exercise for me too it's making me think before i used to just you know there's loads of stuff i'd watch and one of the years later really i watched that and had a clue or watched or took nothing in about the plot this is a good mental exercise for me now in uh consuming you know movies i've always loved movies from a young age but now because of this i think about what i'm watching and i'm thinking why do i like that why don't i like that and i think more people need to do that because there's a lot of um reactionary stuff now and you see social media and this is part of why i do what i do um social media is uh can be poison at times and people are like oh if you don't like this movie you're a horrible bad person we hate you and the comment I always hear is that blah 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 fight me, you know, some wee dork hiding behind a keyboard and an avatar screen, you know, having got the guts to put themselves on camera. Uh that really winds me up. And I want to be the antithesis of that. <laughs> you know, I mean if I enjoy a movie, I wanna I wanna give you the reasons why and uh especially soon after it not getting myself to do some silly scripted thing, you know, I don't want that and that's okay when there's like two or three of us we'll have talking points you know we'll have notes of talking points but even then 
we started out, if you look at this channel from the very beginning, we started out and we went beat for beat for plots and we were spending four hours in the stream talking about maybe two movies <laughs> and it gets a bit exhausting then you're you're almost beaten at the death so now it's more okay what are the certain aspects of the movie what do i want but it, i just don't want to create um i don't think it, work, it doesn't work for what i'm doing here um hope that, hope that answers the question um it's good to have you know it's great to be your own chris and anybody else that comes on the chat this is what it's all about this is why i live stream rather than doing pre-recorded video it's about the interaction um it's about getting other people's thoughts and feelings not just about the particular movie but this whole uh streaming thing in general um that's what makes this worthwhile is that interaction and uh food for thought and debate uh not well no discourse i prefer discourse to debate debate implies there has to be a winner and i can't be annoyed with that the whole point of this course is you share ideas uh bounce philosophies and that's what art is meant to open the door to the whole point of artistic medium be it film books um even games uh, become a form of artistic medium anything with, that requires imagination that is the whole point is to make you think outside the box make you step out of yourself for that moment in time and then believe it or not it always helps you in real life because if you can think about things if you can imagine things that's where innovation comes from that's where you're not just a button pusher and if you are a button pusher fair enough you know if you're happy with your life and you find satisfaction and that's your thing i'm not going to despise anybody for it but the whole point of imagination is you know to inspire you to think of things you normally wouldn't and that's what i like the you know that's the whole point of this channel as well as much as uh this talk about movies i guess i can watch two three movies a night but this gives me a better chance to think about it talk about it share ideas um and i want to try and get these more you know do them in advance so you can uh uh click on the link watch a movie yourself before i come on and then we're gonna have a chat have them watch the movie uh the new year i've had a couple of people reach out so hopefully go back to doing the chats again um we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about let the right one in uh the book versus the movies versus the tv series uh which uh should be an interesting one that'll be a really in-depth conversation that eugene and i are going to do that at some point but yeah, um, that's that's the whole point of this here. Have have the discussions as a group of mates around a table like you would back in the good old days when we talked about movies and it wasn't bloody um, a war of you must like this movie to be a good person. Bah. And if you hate this movie, I hate you. Bah. You know, that nonsense that goes on now. Because that is so, uh, so exhausting. But there you go. There's my philosophy. Just threw a bit of that on anyway. So... Hope you've enjoyed. Um, once again, thanks for your support. Thanks for coming on, talking to me. Um, make sure you keep up with the channel. Do the clicky typey things. And until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.